This is Recruiting Daily's Recruiting Live podcast, where we look at the strategies behind the world's best talent acquisition teams. We talk recruiting, sourcing, and talent acquisition. Each week, we take one overcomplicated topic and break it down so that your three-year-old can understand it. Make sense? Are you ready to take your game to the next level? You're at the right spot. You're now entering the mind of a hustler. Here's your host, William Tincup. Ladies and gentlemen, this is William Tincup, and you are listening to Recruiting Daily Podcast. Today, we have Lewis on from Bentley Lewis, and our topic today is the relationship between remote work and corporate culture. It's a really fascinating topic for me because, especially through the pandemic, before the pandemic, and now, how culture, how we see culture. Because I think before the pandemic, I, if someone were to ask me unprompted what culture is, I'd have probably said the, head, the box, the headquarters, the office, and yeah. uh, all of that got destroyed immediately. <laughs> <laughs> on a Tuesday um, in, in March of 2020. So, uh, Lewis, do us a favor and introduce yourself and Bentley Lewis, and then let's jump into this wonderful topic. I would. I was going to say corporate culture pre-pandemic was like free snacks and the feast yeah, yeah, table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Free, free lunch, free lunch, got massages, <laughs> going to, go to go to the pub. Yeah, all that stuff. Keep people, yeah. keep people in as much as possible. Um, so I'm, yeah, for those who don't know, I'm Lewis Mallet. I'm the founder and CEO of Bentley Lewis, and we're a global boutique executive search firm. Um, yeah, I'm based in London, and and yeah. It's uh, it's been a, it's been an interesting few years, and, and culture, culture has been such a, a fascinating one, especially when you know people are working at home and leaders, and everyone's forced. It's just everything's changed incredibly, and um, and for us as well. I mean, we've gone fully remote, just to, you know, all cards on the table. We're now a fully remote organization, whereas pre-COVID it was like everyone in in London eight thirty to six, and suddenly it's it's changed. So it's been really interesting. So if you were to define culture today for somebody, especially you know, one of your clients and they're struggling with culture, et cetera, how do you, how do you frame it up for them today? How me, do you describe for, for your, you know, yeah. for your customers, we, we can deal with you as well, but, but, but you know, when you're talking to people, how do you frame the discussion? For me, like culture is a vibe, um, like a feeling you get about a place. You know, it's like the way people treat each other. Are people kind to each other? Are they helping each other? Um, you know, that, that's that's really it for me. It's 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 the it's the you know the way people treat each other and the relationship people have in a firm. Um, and I think that for me is the crux of it. It's that vibe and feeling. And I think it also it changes a lot. You know, like if you're in a large firm. I think you know your your experience and and maybe the culture might be governed more closely by your your line manager and your team. Um, it could come up, obviously comes from the top as well. But I think in large firms, you know, if you speak about to people about their experiences, often it's variable. So I think I think there's that, um, and that's it for me. You know, that's the real crux of it. And and people dress it up in different ways, but it's it's that feeling, you know, feeling and the way people treat each other. They're the two like big things for me. So how do you get feeling remotely? You know, like, so, so I agree with you. It's a golden rule. How do you treat people like you want to be treated to check? Got it. Um, and maybe that should have always been 
culture, right? Maybe that always yeah. has been, and we just kind of got distracted with, uh, you know, the you know everyone being in the office and the free lunches and you know all of that stuff, which is which is great. But maybe we were distracted from what was probably already there. Is just treat people how you want to be treated, like done check that's corporate culture um maybe there's some nuances for certain businesses with certain values etc but i guess the struggle um is okay if someone's remote you know i spell it non-knowledge workers are remote right um how do you how do you do that how do you create feeling over email or slack or zoom or whatever the tool set is that you're using at your company i think i think covid actually, which is kind of the driver for this remote work, has been wonderful because I think pre-COVID, you know, culture was used so much in like, it, it, was, it, was, it was kind of marketing, really. Like, I, I, you're not convinced a lot, a lot of people weren't really thinking too much about it. It was, you know, the free snacks and the foosball table. We joke about it, but that was, you know, that was a thing. Like you'd see it on, on, on job descriptions all the time, you know, like benefits, the free snacks, the free all of this kind of stuff. And a lot of it, you know, was geared to keep people in the office. Yeah. It was geared to attract folks, but it was like, you know, it was, it was just like, it, no one, no one went deeper. Not many went deeper than that, I think. And there were, there were a lot of examples where, where they might have done, but I think it was, it was a lot of that. When COVID came, suddenly people are forced to actually start to, care about their employees so you know you had to be more thoughtful about it you had to check in people were suddenly in their kitchen in their bedroom and and suddenly it became a little bit more personal and people started to ask and then you know all of this put loads more content around like work-life balance and burnout and you know so there was a real uptick in all of that stuff and I think people started to dare I say it care more about each other um and and I, I think that's what I saw. I mean, from, from my experience, it was, it was great. Like we're fully remote and it's the best, probably the best moment I've had running my firm in terms of like the people and the culture and everyone getting on. And it's just really nice. And everyone's been, you know, caring and thoughtful to each other. They check in. Um, and then, you know, to your point, like they use different technologies to do that, like whether it's video a little quick, like, hey, mate, how are you doing? Or, you know, I saw on the video, you know, I could see, you know, are you feeling okay? And, and I, I, I've i seen loads more of that. And from from the thousands of conversations I have on the front line of recruiting, if there is a front line of recruiting, um, <laughs> it's, it's that, you know? And then, and I think for me, like the proof of it was in, you know, this great resignation that people, you know, were talking about, um, but I think that that was a great resignation from bad companies with bad cultures where people didn't treat their employees very well. You know, a lot of firms cut really deep, really early in COVID. They didn't treat their folks well. Um, and, and, and it was telling. And, and good companies with good cultures where people really cared about people, I don't think had that issue. Um, and so my favorite question in an interview nowadays, when someone's going to interview and they're like, what questions should I ask? It's like, Ask someone how they treated their employees over COVID. How did they treat their folks? You know, were they quick to get rid of them and cut them like right. a lot of these right. tech firms are doing now? Or did they try and think about how they could keep them and, you know, what can they do? So empathy is something that I'm keying in on. 
is is something I saw as well at the beginning of COVID. Like every call you'd start, how are you doing? How's your family? Is everybody yeah. sick? You know, like like first 15 minutes of a call would literally be nothing about business. And then that lasted for a long time. I was worried probably um, late in 21, early in 22, like, are we, are we, are we going to lose that? I haven't, I haven't, I haven't seen as much regression um, with my own interactions with people and in, in my own company that, that we still, the empathy is still pretty heavy. Yeah. And, uh, and I think some of that work-life integration of seeing, you know, again on zoom call, seeing cats and kids and, you know, all of that stuff. Like, I, I think that there's not as, is uh, you know both empathy is dripping all over everything but also the work-life integration is we're getting more and more comfortable with seeing that and not kind of separating the two which is we'll see kind of how that how both of them play yeah. out over the next couple of years like will we have more empathy and will we be okay with um you know with just you know people you know on on zoom calls and t-shirts and you know cats running around like is that is that okay pre-covid you know i don't know about your environment but i think a lot of people here in the states it would have been buttoned up you know it would have been like okay. kids are, kids aren't coming in the room like you know there's it's carefully curated content right and now it's yeah. i mean if the covid thankfully burst through all that and just said mm, yeah you have a life you have you you have kids you know there's somebody mowing the lawn you know okay that's that's his life like okay yeah yeah i think i think i think it's it's funny like two and a half years in now if we just like just kind of step out of it and look down at where we're at and and you'll see you know like i see you know obviously we've got like twitter goldman sachs and and stuff you know some high profile firms that are like no no come in five days a week um so so that's interesting and so there's so like the work from home or remote work culture because that is a culture right like it's it's it says something about says something about you as a firm you know if you're happy for people to work remote you're giving them you know your trust off the bat and then you know measuring their output or is it about time in the office you know there's still there's still like firms are still landing i think on where what works best for them um and, and i think um yeah I, I think i've arrived at the fact that you know like there's no one size fits all on on like remote work and you know some firms want people in some people want to come in some people want to you know want to work at home and i think you know just on top of all of that if you're if you're able to to choose or doing a job which enables you to work from home then be really thankful because there's a lot of folks that have to go in you know, go in and drive a taxi or go in and work in a hospital and, and stuff like that. So I think, I think be thankful for, for your ability to work at home if you can. Um, and I think more people have, have are starting to care more, you know, like there's always been this thing of, I don't know, it's an unsaid rule, but well, the rule was like, don't speak about, you know, religion, politics, things like that in the, right. in the workplace. And when people are always a bit guarded, like, you know, like some people are, will open up some people won't you know like they like to keep their professional and personal life separate and they were kind of forced to open up over covid um which i think is a really nice thing you know because you can make friends with people you work with yeah so you know so with a return to office because we're talking about remote but we're also talking about kind of hybrid 
Uh, yes. So many people using different models uh, of three days in the office, every other Tuesday, you know, whatever. It's pretty much different everywhere you go. Um, and then you've got some people on the end of the spectrum of return to office. Everyone's going to be in the office, period, hard, hard stop. How do you think all of that, the I mean, hybrid in particular, uh, you know, remote being a spoke uh, of, of, of hybrid, but how do you, how yeah. do you feel like that's going to suss out as it relates to culture, especially from a recruiting perspective. Yeah. Well, so just on quickly on hybrid is um, there's um, there's uh, there's a joke in the in the city of London like the they're called the twats and so the twats go in on a Tuesday, Wednesday, and a Thursday, and the motherfuckers stay at home on a Monday and a Friday. So that, that's the kind. Of- <laughs> <laughs> that, that works. <laughs> that, that, that translates really, really well here. So now, and you know what? Oh, irony of irony is uh, I was talking to a guy at uh, selling these company here in the, in the States and that's, they, they do Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays. And what yeah. he was saying is like, he enjoys it. He didn't enjoy the commute, but he enjoys knowing that people are going to be there and it's going to be, you know, like the, the, everyone can count on, you know, it's not chaos. Mondays yeah. and Fridays, people are going to work, but they're going to work in their ways that they need to, whatever. And it also yeah. kind of protects uh, a longer weekend too. Yeah, yeah, I mean, who wants to come in Monday and Friday? You know, right? Um, but that's how it's that's how it's panning out a bit. Um, hybrid's an interesting one because it's um, it's not it's not a perfect scenario. You know, like if you're, you know, if you're like at home and your team's in. Or if you're not even in the same country, your team is in. It's difficult to get things right. I think like you, you want to make, you need to really work hard to make sure people are feeling included. I think. Right. Um, if it's hybrid in the same city, so like a lot of firms in London, let's say like some of the banks and insurance companies, I speak to the CEOs and they're saying, you know, they've arrived at a kind of a three day a week and they're trying to organise for their teams to come in on the same day. You know, and they have like a, and they call it an anchor day, you know, like, so their team has an anchor day or two a week. So they've got to come in then. And then, so they get the, you know, they get to meet each other and work together and sit together and stuff like that. And, and that's how it's kind of panning out. Uh, I think there's a, there's a whole host of people that wouldn't say this online because they'd probably get cancelled. But there's loads of folks that that just that want it. they want people in five days a week, like Elon right. Musk style. Right. You know, so it's not cool to say. And, um, but you know, there's, there's a, there are a lot of people that, that do want that and they feel that people are more productive in the office and they're still in that mindset of, you know, I want to see folks and maybe they, they dress it up as, you know, the water cooler moments and more creativity, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, I'm not, I'm not on that, that side of the argument personally, but there's an awful lot of folks that, that are. Um, and so you're, you know, you are seeing like some firms that they want people in, you know, four or five days, like, like Twitter, you know, they're asking for people to come. I found it fascinating because I've seen the argument or I've heard more of the argument of uh, soft skills that, you know, come to the office so that you can learn soft skills. Uh, Because (laughs) (laughs) I can't even say it with a straight face. Right. But, 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 but I have heard this argument from, from CEOs that this is the bit, you know, we're going, well, we're, we're going to we're going to we're going to work on soft skills because you can't get soft skills over Zoom. That's the uh, that's the argument uh, again. I mean, I don't. I, don't believe I think a word of that. No, 
I don't. I mean, I think, like, I love face-to-face, don't get me wrong. I mean, I love, I, I get so much energy from meeting people. And I had a global, I flew all my, my team over to London last week. We met in person for the first time, some folks meeting each other. But it felt great. And, but also, like, we, we use Google Meet. And we've built some great friendships and working relationships over video. Right. The, 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 the in-person thing added to it. So I, I think that was, it was great. It was really, really great to do. Um, so I think both, you know, both, both is definitely important, but on the recruiting side, which you asked me, I think there was, I'm going to get the numbers slightly wrong, but LinkedIn did their big um, conference a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. I think. Um, yeah. And, and one, yeah. That's it, time to connect. And I think some of, one of the stats I heard from there was, you know, it's an awful lot, like more than 50%, I can't remember exact numbers, of people searching for jobs on LinkedIn are looking for remote or hybrid jobs. Right. Like, like it's, so if you're looking to attract talent and keep your talent, you know, still like, you know, people are wanting like flexibility or maybe just to be treated like adults right. rather than people, you know, kids in a, in a kindergarten. So with culture being redefined, one of the things I've, I've, I'm wondering, want to get your take on is generations and stylistically, like we talked about Elon Musk and, and, you know, he's really easy to, to pick on for yeah. a lot of reasons. Um, but, but I, I wonder if some of this is either gender-based or, or generational, like, like, are they trying to bring back a culture in the way that they saw it? in 2019 and this is just very very myopic like okay this is how culture was we had this little blip in the map called the pandemic now let's get back to culture or is it they you know they they don't believe for whatever reason they don't believe that productivity they can get to the productivity by not seeing people like what what's what's the struggle with the redefinition of or redefining culture I think I, I spoke to a lot of leaders over COVID that that really struggled with managing a remote team. They hadn't done it before. Mm-hmm. Um, I know this is you know varies from from uh, firm to firm, and and some people were managing global teams you know way before pan- the pandemic, but the whole host of folks didn't, and and it's 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 difficult. You know, like these people hadn't done it before. Um, you know, they were struggling at home. And, and I think they, you know, a lot of people aren't convinced that it's the best way forward, you know, and they were more effective doing it before having people in. And I don't know, it gives them comfort. I don't know, like, you know, they're at their desk and they must be working. Right. And it's just, I don't know, maybe easier for them. But, you know, there's no going back, only forward. And, you know, the productivity Thing. yeah i mean there's so much stuff out there saying that you know people are more productive at home i, I don't know i mean some people are some people aren't I, I think the biggest thing for me is there's there is no one size fits all like i had a, a great friend of mine um join our firm and um and yeah, yeah we, we've got no office um we're, we're, we're global and and he, he said after six months I said lewis like i i really need an office like i right. want to Right, you know, like he's he just wanted to make friends and, and like go for a beer and see them every yeah. day and go in five days. And I was like, mate, like absolutely, you know, no worries. And so, so there's no, you know, there is no one size fits all. And there are a lot of people that want they want the office life. And and yeah. you know, a lot of younger folks, hey, like people meet their partners and 
100 percent. Go friends. This is the old and social network, right? Yeah. <laughs> you'd go to work, you'd meet everybody's friends, you'd go out to the pub, go to a ball game, whatever the bit was. And this was your kind of a new set of uh, of peers and friends. And yeah. uh, hard to do hard to do that over Zoom <laughs> or harder. Yeah. You know, like you my friend was in Canada and I've got someone in New York and I'm in London and we've got someone in Mumbai all over the place. And I was like, I'd love to have a beer with you tonight. But I'm, you know, like it's a it's a six hour flight. And, you know, so so it's a lot of people. They want an office. And I spoke to a girl the other day who's in London and we were just talking about recruiting and, and stuff and 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 she wants an office like and if she was to move jobs she's in recruiting she's like you know i'd, I'd want to join a firm with an office so i could go in and so you know I'm, I'm mindful of the fact that you know there's nothing wrong with wanting to go into an office and having an office and you know so i think there's there's that it's interesting it's not always people aren't always more productive at home and some people do want to go into an office and they, they want to have a beer with someone and they get energy from it and, and maybe they'll be more happy, you know, right. doing that right. than, than working at home. So brother, this has been absolutely wonderful. Love talking to you. So uh, we'll pick our next topic and we'll, we'll just keep rolling. I, I love talking with you. Thank you so much oh, for your time today. Pleasure. I'll get you on mine next time. Uh, absolutely. Great fun. Thanks again, um, Lewis. Have, football. have a <laughs> wonderful, have a wonderful day. And thanks for everyone listening to the recruiting daily podcast until next time. You've been listening to the Recruiting Live podcast by Recruiting Daily. Check out the latest industry podcasts, webinars, articles, and news at Recruiting.